The views held on the expression are strictly those of the podcasters and the guests. Kindly be reminded that you are responsible for the choices that you make. Welcome to the expression. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, The Expression. My name is Ayuma. And today I have a really, 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 really special guest who goes by the name Jay. Say hi to the people. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> yes, so I have known her for 10 years. No, it's more. This routine. 2009. 2009. Yeah, exactly. Ten years. And she was my desk mate in high school. Yeah! <laughs> Zedians, hi! Hey, Zedians! <laughs> She was my deskmate in high school, so in high school I would say she knew a lot about me. So, of course, and something that is very important is that she's been an avid supporter of the expression. Like, she's always pushing me and talking about, I can't wait two weeks from now, you know. And I am very, 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 very grateful. You give me the strength. It might not be easy to post this stuff. So, thank you so, so much. Very much welcome. Uh-huh. So, of course, it was a no-brainer when I was thinking about the people to have on the podcast and she came to my mind because I remember the stories we used to share in high school. I just I remember the person who she used to be and I have a, a little insight into what she is now. So yeah, I think her story will be a good story where you can learn from and maybe you'll relate. Maybe you know someone who can relate. So please share and uh, subscribe and download and yeah all that good stuff. Yeah so let's get into it. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay, Jay. So you grew up in a family of okay. We all come from families. Yes. Yes. So you have both parents. Yes. And you have siblings. Yes. How many siblings do you have? Well, I come from a very big family. We are seven. Mm-hmm. We are um the fourth born. Mm-hmm. So I have three ahead of me and three young siblings three younger siblings yes so what was this like and, and you come from one of my favorite counties yes thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> which is that county kisi county hey. okay i have some I, when i was three years old we stayed in kisi that's okay. where i have a connection to it anyway and some of my aunties come from kisi anyway so you grew up in in kisi county yes what did you say your childhood was like well, uh, there's, is there much to say, really? I don't think there's much to say about my childhood. Mm-hmm. Or what I remember growing up in a large family. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, both parents are there, but now, if looking back right now, the economic status and what have you mm-hmm. hasn't always been that good. Yeah. But then my parents have done the best that they can. Mm-hmm. They've given us all an education. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. is the greatest investment they've made. Yeah. Yes. Was it cuz your dad your dad is a teacher by profession? Yes. Growing up with teachers in the household is not is no joke. The pressure is at an all-time high. So what was it like for you? Well, uh, my dad is Actually, he's been a head teacher for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Some of my siblings, the elder ones, got to go to the school where he taught. Mm-hmm. So, but then his teacher at school and dad at home. But ah, either way, the strictness the, the, is still there. The discipline is on another level. Uh-huh. Especially, I think maybe with us it's a little easy, but mm-hmm. with the elder ones, pressure, man, no, uh-huh. something else. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. 
so what about your mom would you want to talk about your mom what she does who she is in your life and what the kind of person she is for you guys well there's so much i mean uh, words can't be enough to express the gratitude mm-hmm. i have for my mom for all that she gives up literally everything mm-hmm. for us and then you get at a point where you're lacking something you know she doesn't have because mm-hmm. she's she's never been in formal employment mm-hmm. we've grown up she just she's been a small scale farmer mm-hmm. nothing to sell mm-hmm. yeah so just basic basic for survival mm-hmm. but then she's she always ensures we never lack at no point mm-hmm. even right now if i was to have an issue actually mm-hmm. say mom actually need some 2k mm-hmm. i don't know how she does it mm-hmm. but it won't be 24 hours before i get the 2k yeah so she's she's special <laughs> and she has she's been the most prayerful person i have had mm-hmm. sometimes when i don't even have the strength to pray i'm like oh okay pray if you in this life mm-hmm. now i feel like i'm giving up then i just remember my mom i'm mm-hmm. like she wouldn't give up mm-hmm. not on us so mm-hmm. i don't have a chance to give up okay so what was your first reaction when you got the letter that says you're now going to the the alliance girls high school what <laughs> wait let me let me take you back a little i uh-huh. was in a primary school where i after making the selection of high school mm-hmm. i put alliance girls as my first choice mm-hmm. and everyone else in my class was like are you are you like crazy or something i mean Why? alliance was oh. you have to score like 450 mm-hmm. you think you can surpass that wow. at the time i was and that's put me down a little yeah. I'm like doubting myself mm-hmm. why why did why did I make this choice mm-hmm. then I'm like I've made the choice yeah. I just got to work hard uh-huh. and make it there then it came uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes your mother was relating <laughs> I'm telling you actually some neighbors people you say just just say hi to mm. and like hey let me get you some soda man wow well done well done I'm like oh okay Thank you very much. Wow. Yes. So in terms of financial because in parents who have taken their kids to be Alliance Girls High School and people who have studied there mm-hmm. you know it's no small feat. That money it's exorbitant. Okay, you get the best. But the cost it's it's a lot. Yeah, it it's comes a at lot. a very high cost mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what was it like for you guys? Well, when going to alliance i must say was it took a toll on mm-hmm. the family i mean we were paying so much right. considering my, it's just one parent who is working and i'm not the only one right yeah so it it was hard mm-hmm. i think well i i used to pay if not entirely mm-hmm. there's actually this one time i was sent home for school fees i stayed for one week out i you were dismissed that time i think I don't remember well. Oh my god, I, I it's been an it was an entire week. I came back. Mm. Cuts were starting the next week. My goodness, people had learned like so much mm. and like bad way even begin. So I remember going to the phone booth and calling my elder sister like what am I going to do? I'm going to fail in this cut. Mm. I haven't been in school. People have learned I have notes to copy. Mm-hmm. I need to study for the cuts. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but since then after that time I never went I used cool. to be given the cheat and I don't go home <laughs> unless the principal comes for me I uh-huh. am going nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, 
actually I hacked mm-hmm. that that worked because mm-hmm. I got to stay in school and I cleared school even with the massive balance that I had. Yeah. I cleared school. Yeah. Yeah. It always just works out. I don't know. In the end it works out. It does. So what would you say was your most memorable thing in Alliance? Oh. What? <laughs> I for didn't me, feel that coming. Me, <laughs> my most memorable thing ever was just being in Z. What oh, the Z spirit? The Z yeah. spirit. Like sometimes I think about it and say I would go back to high school, not because of education, because but of cause the people. Of Z. Actually, Zedians. They gave me my life. They gave me my entire life. <laughs> it was my life. Z was my life. Yeah, Z was life. Yeah. So what did you say was your memorable thing? In high school, something that stays with you, I don't know, something that just stays with you. Well, I, I don't know if it's a thing or something that I always hold on to the fact that you have you we were empowered in a yes. way that I mean, an alliance girls we, we will always stand up for ourselves, what you believe in, the right. principles that work, right? We were instilled in us, yes, mm. yeah. Wow. That is one thing I pride myself in. Yes, walking in the light. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not. It really isn't, yeah. Anyway, so now let's move from Bush because that's a whole other story that we can talk about for hours and hours. True. So now after Bush, what did you get? I scored an A. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so what did you do after that? What was your, your, your choice? Well, after high school, I... After the two one points, I had already made a choice. I, mm-hmm. I never changed my course, the course that I had chosen. Uh-huh. What I was the course? Chosen, my first choice was financial engineering. I mean, what did you know about financial engineering for you to choose it? Because me choosing law, I still <laughs> have my doubts. So I'm just like, what is financial engineering? And why did you choose it? And what is this? What do you do with it, with a degree? Well, well, that's a very good question. No, mm-hmm. I I literally knew nothing about financial engineering. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was interested in business and my, my math has always been Yeah, I remember good. you loved Bazed. Yes. This was like your favorite paper. Yes. So I, I felt like oh, this financial engineering could be something I would do good in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I made my choice. When we were revising courses, I, I felt like, could I change? And I was like, what else do I do? So mm-hmm. I just by it mm. yes okay so then we finished high school in 2012 2012 yeah so then you were you joined jquat in what year 2013 september september yes so what would you say when you were doing that course yeah did you feel like you had made the right choice did you ever feel like you wanted to quit and what just what was where was your mind and in terms of fees as well because the financial situation had not changed. Well, getting to campus was not, it was not so hard, mm-hmm. like as in high school, because mm-hmm. of the help, which we are still paying. <laughs> 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 yes, but it came in handy, like a lot, because at the time, my, mm-hmm. my dad just paid my first year tuition. Mm-hmm. After that, after I got help, I used to clear my fee. My dad never bothered, mm-hmm. or I never bothered him about fee and what have you. So while everyone else was enjoying their help, mm-hmm. going having a good time, you, you I knew that yeah, this is I have to pay fee because I don't want to bother my parents yeah. at that point. Yes. But when they're sending you money for help, there's that one that you know you think you would use for your personal use. So if you're using it for school fees, how then are you surviving? Are you staying in school? Do you have a hostel? How are you surviving? 
Well, first year we were in a hostel, so once you pay tuition and the accommodation fee, it's mm-hmm. sorted. Mm-hmm. So that was not hard. Now getting to second year, you you have to rent out. Mm-hmm. So that's my my elder sister came in very handy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, hi. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she came in. She supported me a lot, like mm-hmm. all through all through. Campus. Second year, third year, fourth year, she she ensured I had food on my plate every single day. And what so about yeah? I appreciate that. And what about what what was the class like? What was the financial engineering class like? Because me I remember law school sometimes would break my back. Sometimes it would get overwhelming, and you think you're not good enough, or you feel like no matter how much you do, you're never getting that A in that paper. You know. Because then you hear that lecturers don't mark. When they give papa, when they say, "Is it a pair A? Is it a pair B? Is it a pair C?" Unajua. So what was it like? What was doing financial engineering like? Well, for me, financial engineering, I enjoyed. I enjoyed so Ooh. much all the uh-huh. maths related courses. That because mm-hmm. that's my favorite. I didn't have. I didn't have so much struggle. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a walk in the park. Uh-huh. But then theory now, man. <laughs> financial finance finance and its theories mm-hmm. that one i mean i i had to manage mm. yes yeah okay so you you cleared in 20 i cleared campus june 2017 okay so financial engineer <laughs> so now let's get into the real issues now because yeah. now you're becoming an adult you have cleared school essentially nobody's is a it's just this is just how it works and how I've seen it work. Yeah. You're now an adult. You, the parents have done what they can do. They've sent you to school. You have your your degree. Yes. So it is now up to you to start looking for work, to start supporting yourself. You can no longer ask people for help if you because you have something under your name. Yes. So what was it like for you? The transition from the last day of of school now into being a free spirit out here in this world. Well, that that has been it's been a long journey, mm-hmm. if I must say. Living, I mean, high school, when you're in, you're in campus, you know, I, I get cash for my food, mm-hmm. my rent is paid. Then you get out here, you start job hunting, as mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. You send like a million, not a million. You send applications. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, <laughs> I saw this meme just a late moment. Yeah. I saw this meme somewhere. At no one told me success would take so much sending of emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they should have yeah. told us that. Yeah. Man. I mean, mm-hmm. we've been out here sending. You've sent applications every now and again, mm-hmm. but I mean, looking back right now, it's been two years, mm-hmm. kind of two years since I I finished campus. Mm-hmm. The number of responses I've actually gotten mm. for the applications mm-hmm. can't even be at one over sixteen. My they are, gosh, they are countable. Uh-huh. And looking at all the applications, mm. it's discouraging. But hey, yeah, it builds character as well. Yeah. After after I finished studies, I went home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went home, stayed for a while, came back for my graduation. So after graduation, that's when it hits you. Mm-hmm. Like now you graduated, mm-hmm. you don't have a job, you you literally have nothing mm-hmm. you're doing. So at that point, it what does it do? It discourages <laughs> you. It's discouraging, especially if I don't know. You've seen this meme of oh your uncle 
Tell me. Eh, the rich uncle send me the email. Send me your email. Send me your CV. I'm uh-huh. going to get your job. Uh-huh. You even forget to send and you miss them. They're like, hey, by the way, forward. Why do people do that? Why? 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 Oh, why, why would someone do that? Uh-huh. Like, you know, you didn't send that email, and which which you must ask which CV did you send? Because yeah. I haven't sent you yet. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, that was on a light note. But mm. then it's it's actually very challenging. Mm. There's so much, so much happens. You you got to start getting on your own feet. Yeah. You know, you get to be independent. Mm-hmm. Depend on just yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, at this point, they say your network mm-hmm. is your is network. network. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. The friends that you have, the relationships that you build along mm-hmm. the way, right, they actually right. come in handy at mm-hmm. that point. You'll need someone, maybe when you're starting off, you need mm. someone to accommodate you for a while. Right. Someone to actually even push you. Right. You, you have to do this. I uh-huh. mean, do you have a choice? You mm-hmm. don't. So you don't. someone to push you. So mm-hmm. that networking helps mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, about the transitioning, I mean, I've had... Uh, long long interesting journey mm-hmm. full of pain i know tears oh, oh my god like my huh? gosh. Mm. but then we i'm, I'm grateful i'm yeah. very grateful at the point i am in right yes, now yes actually that's that's why i want to do this podcast mm-hmm. to encourage someone who is out there and you feel like no i'm not doing this anymore right it's and there's so that much. pressure you went to bush True. You have a degree in financial engineering. What True. are you lacking? I mean, that's just what the general person will say. Yeah. The reasonable man will look at you and say, they gave you everything. What are you doing with your life right now? Sleeping and watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> Who will eat movies? No one. So, in this journey, yes. of course, we are still in this journey. <laughs> Looking yeah. back, what do you think you would have done differently? Well, the one thing I probably would have done differently, I don't know if it would have yielded other results, mm-hmm. but you know, we always give ourselves that the possibility of yeah. what if. Mm-hmm. So maybe if I hadn't gone home for a while. Yeah, you before, did go home after. Uh, uh, yeah, after campus, I went home for almost actually one year. Ooh. Yeah, so that was a long, a long time. Mm-hmm. And that, at that point, you actually see. You get to see social media. Mm. People yes. are their statuses. Oh like, God, what am I doing with my life? Exactly. Right? You, you sleep, <laughs> wake up, eat, watch, sleep. Yeah, that is cycle and it's sickening. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that is something I would probably have done different. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I think. You'd I, have stayed in Nairobi and just try figure out life like everyone else does. Yeah. yeah. So, do you ever think about working in a smaller town? If I got... Or in, is your I, career, you know, that flexible that you could work anywhere? Well, considering financial engineering, mm-hmm. I don't think... I think majority, it's just in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. But then there is careers, what you studied, and there's something you probably are passionate about. Mm-hmm. So, if you were to go into that, mm-hmm. maybe you could consider... Working in a small town is so much easier, I think. Because mm-hmm. I, I have an elder sister who's worked in like a small town. Mm-hmm. Life is so, it's, it's so simpler. easy. There's no, they, they, this Nairobi struggle. Yeah. No. You don't choose a hassle. 
Yeah, so if I if I even r- right now if I get a chance to mm-hmm. work in a town outside Nairobi, mm-hmm. I would gladly take the chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now your father is uh, is uh, what is it called? He's retired. He's retired. Yes. How has that affected you? Because you're a middle child. And if you just graduated two years ago, then it means you have three siblings who are behind you. And of course, your parents put all of this work in you. Yeah. I know you have your own responsibilities, but your siblings, you're their investment. And their pride and joy. You can't just... I have. I, I met a guy the other day, he was talking about how he, him and his brother used to support their siblings. Then his brother passed away last year. So all of, that, all of those responsibilities now lie with you. All of those responsibilities. So I ask him, how then do you balance your own life and supporting your siblings. your siblings? Because the truth is, you can't just hide. You can't just hide. I mean, uh, they say once what your parent has already invested in you, mm-hmm. given you an education. Mm-hmm. At this point, my dad is retired. Mm-hmm. It's it's not easy, but also my journey mm-hmm. of being unemployed. First time it just comes. They actually look very legit, mm-hmm. trust me. They're like, wow, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. This opportunity is happening. And mm-hmm. then, boom! Mm-hmm. Yeah, just come. So, I, let me, I, if what I could say mm-hmm. is, at this point, my immediate sibling, the one who follows you, yes, mm-hmm. has she she's completed mm-hmm. university. Mm-hmm. Actually, she's graduating in November with a okay. first class. Hey, hey, what was she doing? Agriculture and enterprise development. This in your house is full of like. <laughs> okay, Sawa. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations. Hey. Yeah, so yeah. Now the ones that are left are now two mm-hmm. who are in high school. Mm-hmm. So those ones we we collaborate the little that we have yeah. me and my elder siblings uh-huh. to just chip in and try they have food, they have upkeep and mm-hmm. what have you. Yes. So if you're out there and you're privileged <laughs> You need to open your eyes to what people are going through out here. Because you might look at yourself and complain about your situation. But something we were just discussing with Jay earlier. There's always somebody who's struggling more than you are. True. And if you have an attitude of gratitude, then you have more than you need. Yeah. And you're actually privileged. I mean, if you have a roof over your head and you can say, today I ate, today I had a bath or whatever. Yeah, it is very important. I just wanted to put it out there. Anyway, let's go to the scam issues. <laughs> what the scams in this city? Me, I have had some scams. You have? Yeah. What? No, this, this, okay, I don't know if you can mention it because they still do it. This <laughs> 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 is when, when they tell you come and you sell products for us. If you've never done lot in this Nairobi, do you know the struggle no. of Nairobi if you have not done that kind of work? So me and my friend, when we were in Sydney first year, I was like, India, to Kasama, to Tujaribu, because it will occupy us, because we used to go for evening classes. Okay. It like, occupy us, Kidogo. Hey. First of all, you have to put in money to buy those products. And then, sell those products at a profit, and then re- return the money to them and keep the profit, or something, I don't remember. What? 
it was some really hard thing, <laughs> let me tell you. If you brought that back to work, you have you struggled in this in this in this Nairobi. I have struggled, just that I I swore never to do anything sales. That one <laughs> I have sold mats before. I have oh. sold mats. Do you see this mat? Mm-hmm. These are my mats. Oh. I have sold mats before. I have hooked mats. Wow. Because I had them in my house. Yes. And I was supposed to supply them to a supermarket. Mm-hmm. They didn't take all because it was a sample. So the ones that are remaining, I would see them in the house. So I decided to sell them. Okay. So I walked to shops. I walked. Wow. You know, never in a million years, Dave, I think I, I could hook. It never comes to you. I mean, some, some of these things you're like, I'll just finish campus, get a good job, mm-hmm. be comfortable, then hey. It's a lie. It's a scam. <laughs> it's a scam. <laughs> and it happens sometimes. And then later when you're looking back, you're like, where did I get that strength from? True what? Hmm? How was I able? Because these things are heavy. When they're many and you roll them over like this. And then in your house, you have to let them go somewhere. Yeah. And you put in money to buy them. So you don't want to lose your money. You don't want to use And you cannot have 50 mats lying in your house. What for? What for? They need to go. Yeah. It's hard. Anyway, so I'd imagine that by now you've been you've been thinking about business, something you can do <laughs> over and above having your career. Because it seems as though even you are telling me about your workmates who keep telling you that Jay, you need to have more than just your job. Yeah, it's not all about sitting behind that desk mm-hmm. at work. I mean, you you see the the salary that you are paid is actually someone else. Maybe like a profit they're getting a, a tiny, tiny fraction mm-hmm. of that profit that you're making for that company. Mm. What if you take that the resources that you have, even mm. if it's just your brain, mm-hmm. try to use it. I mean, the first thing to you you always have an idea, mm-hmm. but now an idea is not enough. Right, you have, you have to, to actualize it. Actualize mm-hmm. the actions that you take mm-hmm. towards achieving that. Mm-hmm. It's important because look at the re- unemployment rate in Kenya. Right, someone advertises a job mm-hmm. and the number of people who storm there. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was this time there was an advertisement in Sarova Stanley. You saw that? Yeah, your line ilikuwa zunguka your building. Imagine. Now it was ilikuwa I don't know, whatever the job was, you can imagine maybe they have, let's say, five positions mm-hmm. and the number of people are willing, ready to go there. So mm-hmm. we got to do our own thing, mm-hmm. think entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. something that you can build an empire for you and mm-hmm. your children. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it an easy journey? I just want you to talk to somebody out there who has not found their niche. You know, we, we've gone to campus, studied different things. But then, you come out here, how many jobs are available for that career that, that you, you studied your career for? path? Uh-huh. Probably none. Mm-hmm. So, if I could share where I began. I began as a call center agent. Mm-hmm. Part-time. You just go receive calls. Someone is complaining. I mean, it's not your fault. Yeah. Someone will complain and they will... It's not your fault. I mean, you're just there to help them. Mm-hmm. But then, you you know, the, the entire call centers, they have this script that you have to thank someone for calling. Mm-hmm. At the end of a call, you would thank someone in their, like, 
Gwenda. Why are you thinking me? You're thinking me when I'm in the dark. Uh-huh. I don't have this. I don't have that. You mm-hmm. haven't done this. You guys are doing shitty work. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, gosh, I don't even do this work. I'm mm-hmm. just here to receive your call. Yeah. Your complaint. I don't know what pass. Yeah. Pass it. But then you can't hang up on this person. That uh-huh. is against the rules. Uh-huh. So you have to keep up with this person. It teaches you patience mm-hmm. a lot. But that has come in handy mm-hmm. even with my current employer mm-hmm. and what have you. Patience, mm-hmm. patience is very key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you got don't always don't just focus on that one that one thing you studied. Mm-hmm. You could challenge yourself. I mm-hmm. mean, take an opportunity that comes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes success is not like what we imagine. Right. We are not ready to walk down that path because mm-hmm. we think like. Man, success should have been so easy. Mm-hmm. But so, just walk, walk that path. However hard it seems, the toil, the mm-hmm. tears, the pain, mm-hmm. the struggles, mm-hmm. just keep at it. You you never know when God's time comes and mm-hmm. you're like, this through this struggle, you get to the point that you wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's for someone who does not have a career or just, just focusing on one opportunity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just get an opportunity. Yeah, go for it. You never know. And nothing is so small. Nothing. It's not. You can. There's this thing my dad keeps telling me. He says, you cannot. Sometimes you might have the papers, and you might study all the small courses that you want. Study them if you can. Yeah. Study them if you can. Sometimes they are free online. Study them, and have those papers. One day you will. You will go for an interview, and you will you will be asked for papers and you will give that one paper which you had even forgotten about a course that you took for three months and that will be all that you need. True. And he's also always saying that you can start from somewhere. And he was telling me he knows of people who have started as cleaners. Alina Pahali akaona opportunity niko niko clean. Na alikuwa na papers zake. Pengine degree wa niyujue ni mtu mwenye sijui alikuwa mesika wapiki maisha ndi waone I can do this. True. So anenda pahali, anaona hakuna position anataka, anaona wanataka cleaner ama driver. Anaanza tu. So unajua mtu cleaner kila mtu anamuona kila siku. Yes. So ni yeye atakuwa wa kwanza kuona kwa notice board that they, they want somebody. Or yeye atakuwa wa kwanza kusikia kwamba they want somebody from in a, in a particular department. Yeah. And if he has the papers, he'll put his papers like everybody else. True. Ndashtuketo mikanda cheo unashanga. And in the end even if he works there for five years as a cleaner and then becomes a this, becomes a that, becomes one day that person will run that place. True. And not because they started with all these papers, because you are patient enough to realize you can start with anything. Yeah, you, you have to start somewhere. It's usually very hard for me to hear it because I'm just like, I went to school for all these years. I deserve, I deserve. Your entitlement. opportunity, yet you could have had something really good. I assume when you're struggling the most, that's when you know your friend. That is the best time to know who your true friends are. People who are, go- who are willing to give up everything mm-hmm. for you. Someone who's willing to support you. I mean, no matter how tiny that support. I mean, sometimes just getting someone to tell you, you know, you have to do this. Mm-hmm. You need to push yourself hard. You're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. That, that, that keeps you going. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at some point, you'll have people mm. who who would not understand the situation you're in. Yeah. And some don't even want, don't care. Yeah. Someone, maybe they haven't had 
so much a struggle mm-hmm. as you have. Mm-hmm. Someone maybe is privileged. Mm-hmm. They finish campus, get a job. Mm-hmm. So when you're out here trying to make ends meet whichever way, mm-hmm. they, they don't see it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're not. they feel like you're not doing enough. Right. At, at that point already, you feel like you're struggling. Mm-hmm. You're trying the best that you can. Mm-hmm. but You're beating yourself up for not finding things which are even sometimes over yeah. beyond your control. Yeah, so you, you get to know people who are going to support you in these tough situations all along. How do you deal with that? Because I'd imagine if you've known someone for long, I'd thought they were they had your back. And then one day you're struggling and then they just leave because you're too much. You're struggling for too long. They can't accommodate you anymore. They cannot deal with how much you lack anymore. And they leave. This is like a part of you is leaving. How do you deal with that? It's it's not easy. I mean, these are people you've bonded with for years. Mm-hmm. You've known. You knew that, I mean, if I'm stuck, I can count on you. Mm-hmm. But then this person leaves. I mean, you're left on your own. Mm-hmm. So you have to you have to pick yourself up. Mm-hmm. Dust off. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Life life has to go on. I mean, like their life is going on. Right, you can't stop right. your life for that because of something that has happened. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. For the right people, they'll always be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll support you. Have you had to cut people off? A lot. Like I think <laughs> my circle has just reduced to I don't know. Such a small circle. It's no, it's it's tiny now. It's <laughs> even small. It's so tiny. tiny. What led you to that? Well, what what has led me to not not it's not not all about like cutting people out. Mm-hmm. Some people just they go, they leave, yeah, and then realize, leave. and then you hurt at that moment. Then you realize it was the best thing ever. Yeah, you will cry, maybe cry about it mm-hmm. because of yeah, you lost something. Yeah. yeah, so you will cry about it, but then hey. Do you ever open that door again for people to come back in? Or you're just like, this one left and they left for a reason, they're not coming back and they should never come back? Well, so far I wouldn't say I've opened a door because for the people that I let go mm-hmm. or, the, or that left, mm-hmm. they haven't, I, I'm not going to feel like I'm bothering someone at mm-hmm. this point. Right. Yeah, so if they they come back, Whatever their story will be, mm-hmm. you will, will, yeah. will, will get there. Yeah, but at this, the point, get there. Mm-hmm. at this point, I haven't let someone back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, how would you describe success? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, so you're throwing the question at me. Yeah, before I tell you mine. Okay, definition of success. Wow. Well, I, I would say success is my definition mm-hmm. it's a journey mm-hmm. you have you have somewhere that you want to be mm-hmm. so going through whatever it takes mm-hmm. to get there mm-hmm. yes that is my definition my dis- definition is also similar to yours this is what okay. i told her when she asked me what my successes are i said i do not have a destination and not have that one thing that i say if i get this i know i'll have succeeded okay i told her when I wake up in the morning and I am not, and that day I can just feel in my spirit that it's going to be a good day. That's a success. Nice. When I get to work in Tao and no one has bongad my shoulder, you know the way <laughs> people spoil your well, morning. I know. That is my success. When 
and I ask the universe for patience. And at the end of the week, I am a happy child with all the challenges I have gone through. That is success. If I have not had to take any medicine, that is my success. Okay. I don't say if I get that, then I'm then successful. successful. It's just the small things that I feel like I have achieved. My small battles that even no one knew about. Yeah. They, I think those are my success. That is what makes life actually. Yeah. yeah. What kind of employer do you think you will be? Because I'm imagining at a point you want to have your own farm where you do your own thing, you know, and you don't yeah. have to answer to, okay, of course you have to answer to KRA. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> but by answer to somebody, I mean you're not making a profit for somebody else. Yeah. You're doing your thing. This I could give you my example. Being an intern or before you actually become an advocate of the high court, you go through so much. You hurt because they treat you like... You're the junior most. Yeah. You do everything in that office and almost always never get credit for it, much less money for it. <laughs> yeah. So the back of my mind, I'm always telling myself, when I become an employer, I have struggled. I know what it's like to be a pupil. I know what it's like to have struggled with so to have so little when I'm doing when I'm giving my everything in this farm. So I will not be like this person. But then I ask myself again. But these people were once here. Why are they so mean? They were once here, they were mistreated by somebody, but why are they mistreating me now? I'm employed right mm-hmm. now. My employer... <laughs> I, 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 I lack the word. I lack the word to even describe it. You know, sometimes we just sit in the office, we're like, if someday, like, here's good employees mm-hmm. people he has trusted with literally everything mm-hmm. when he's away work will go continue on like normal mm. but man when it comes to appreciation mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing like everyone is always complaining even people mm-hmm. who've been there since like the company was founded yeah they're like he doesn't take care of his employees mm-hmm. so in my in future when i'm an employer mm-hmm. appreciation it's it actually motivates someone right it gives you a reason you know sometimes you wake up you're like gosh i'm, I'm, I'm still going to work today i know right but then you know you have to pay bills so mm-hmm. you gotta go to work mm-hmm. so be, be you i would love to have employees who are motivated mm-hmm. you, you just feel like ah it's monday let's get to work let's yeah. have this thing rolling mm-hmm. so yeah be someone who appreciates mm-hmm. even from the junior most for example that's where people are mm-hmm. meaning the most mm-hmm. yeah so someone who actually appreciates the work mm-hmm. that will it motivates people mm-hmm. yeah why do you think employers become like that i don't know you know sometimes i ask myself now I pretend I'm said in their shoes and I'm like, maybe this employer is like this because they know how painful it is to pay for the rent, to pay for all the facilities and the utilities. Maybe, I don't know, because then what makes you so mean to your employees who actually are carrying you on, the, are carrying you on their backs? True. Because without them, that junior most person who you think might not, even a cleaner in an office, if, if the desk is not clean, all of you get sick. Yeah. The person who makes tea. If you don't make tea, you'll be cranky. If they actually, or if they were to do something to the tea. To the tea, you die. All of you. Yeah. So yeah. everyone, everyone, actually everyone has something to offer. Yeah. No matter like 
your position mm-hmm. wherever you are you're at. the one who keeps you the cog in the wheel of yeah. that i dropped physics <laughs> whatever the cog and the wheel yeah uh-huh. you contribute yeah whatever you have so it's fundamental mm-hmm. so but like i don't know if they they have some sense of entitlement mm. they, they're in better positions than so others, they've never so been where we've been maybe yeah. But then something I would I would want to say mm-hmm. like if you are in employment mm-hmm. just know what you are worth. Yes. Know what yes. you are worth. My goodness. The, this 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 whole secrecy of your payment, mm. your salary and what mm. have you. Mm. So that that is done by employers so that they can kind of control things. Oh, because then if you don't show your workmate your pay slip then they don't know how much you're making. Yeah. Then they have no grounds to complain. They, they have no. Gr- they cannot compare themselves. Okay, 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 okay. So you'd find in how much you contribute in your remuneration, mm-hmm. they are on totally different pages. I mean, you'd find someone who is contributing a lot, mm-hmm. but they pay at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. You you ask yourself like, how do you how do you manage? Mm-hmm. So as in just know what you are worth. Mm-hmm. Even when you're negotiating for this contract, I mean, getting a job is not easy. Yeah. That we know. Mm-hmm. But then don't don't demean. I don't I don't know. Don't devalue right. yourself. Oh, I don't know. Well, if I can if I can say in my opinion, you when I first got this job, mm-hmm. there's of course you'll get to the interview, you discuss the salary, you are told one, two, three, this mm-hmm. is gonna be. Mm-hmm. You're like, I mean. We are un- underemployed, most mm. of us. Mm-hmm. So it's not... W- underemployed? It's re- yes. You are in employment, but then whatever you are getting out of this employment and what you should oh, actually get, yeah. it's just something else. Mm-hmm. So since underemployment is it's may, it's common mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. but then in, in the midst of underemployment, mm-hmm. there is... There's another, there's some sort of, I don't know, I don't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. In as much as someone is underemployed, they are under, 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 underemployed. Like, oh the, pay, mm-hmm. the pay, the pay someone is getting, In someone has a family, yeah. kids, a wife. How, how does someone manage? So, just know, this is how much I am contributing to this company. This is how, this is how, aspect of how important you are. Mm-hmm. So even in, when you're negotiating for, that may not be immediately at yeah, the maybe interview. At a like now at at a point like maybe your probation is over. Mm-hmm. How are you? How how does your boss feel about mm-hmm. your work? Mm-hmm. You already during this time you've already assessed. assessed like how this is how I've performed. Mm-hmm. I have been given these jobs. I have done them well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the boss is happy mm-hmm. because of one, two, three. Mm-hmm. So at that point of maybe end of probation, mm-hmm. defend. Defend your worth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't just sit and maybe hope that they will ah, see an employer that. will say I've worked so hard and give me a pay raise. No. Prove your worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing maybe you'd like to leave us with. Something that summarizes a journey you've had. I don't know. Just something that maybe is a parting shot that you can say to somebody out there who maybe has a similar story to yours or is actually going through what you're going through, you know, what would you tell them? 
in a nutshell. In a nutshell. <laughs> Getting employment in Kenya is a real struggle mm-hmm. as it is. So the journey the journey is not an easy one. Mm-hmm. People will will lose people, will lose friends. Mm-hmm. But then there are those people who are going to stand by you mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Never, never fail to appreciate these people. Right. Yes. And also in Take, as I said earlier, take any opportunity that comes your way. Because mm-hmm. you never know. You where never it could lead you, you never know where it's going to lead. Uh-huh. I mean, you can even, you can volunteer somewhere and God is working mm-hmm. through that volunteership mm-hmm. to get you to a job that mm-hmm. you have dreamt of. Mm-hmm. So, just take every opportunity that comes your way. Mm-hmm. Use it mm-hmm. and it's going to grow you to the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. So this this person is a public speaker. Mm-hmm. He says, okay, he gave an abri- abbreviation. Mm-hmm. So let me say shit. Mm-hmm. So he says, success has its timing. Shit. Yes, shit. Success has, mm-hmm. success has its timing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, uh, there's this guy, what is this called? I've forgotten his name. But he says, Mm, Sorry for that noise in the background. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, it's all about you know success is not a destination as we say. Right. It's not. Mm-hmm. You have to go step by step. Yeah, success has its timing. Mm. But then there's something else which is Remember Jamaica. <laughs> so success in as much as success as it's timing, also the things don't happen overnight. Right. Some some things will take time, effort, mm-hmm. and they say it's darkest near dawn. Yeah. Sometimes we are we are the verge of giving up. Mm-hmm. Just push push yourself mm-hmm. one last time, mm-hmm. and you you never know what might come. Mm-hmm. From that result, so yeah, so you don't expect to imp- have a baby in one month right. by impregnating nine women. I mean, Ooh. it will take entirely Ooh, nine you months. Oh, you say that again, say that again. Oh, <laughs> say that again. Don't expect to have a baby in one month by impregnating nine, nine. women. Oh, because eventually it will take time nine right. months, right. gestation period. Yeah, don't hurry anything up. Let everything work out. Go through the process. The struggle. Trust the process. Yes. Uh-huh. It shall be well. Oh, yes. Okay, Jay. Thank you so, so much for coming through for this episode. It is an honor to actually listen to you like this. We have not we have not seen each other in a long time. I and know. for us to just see each other and kind of just speak up from where we left off. I think that in itself is a gift. It is. Yes. So thank you so much for being an avid supporter of the expression. You are you're just you've seen us grow. When yes. we yeah, you know, we're now at episode this episode. Yes. And thank you so much for always pushing me and always encouraging me. I do not take it for granted. And I sincerely just wish you well in your career. Thank you're of you. course better than you were last year. But next year you'll also be better than you are this year. So I'm really hopeful for that. That's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> Attitude of gratitude. Yes. yes. You know, 
So it's been an honor uh-huh. being a guest on this podcast. Uh-huh. Guys, follow follow the yes. expression on Instagram. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, so thank you so much for coming through and goodbye everybody. Let us know what you think. If you related, yes, if you want to hear more from her. <laughs> because for sure, 10 years from now, you, this will be now. You'll have moved and moved. Yes, and I would like to see you 10 years from now. I'll just be like, you remember that time you were shooting at that place? And <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we'll remember and be happy. Yes, and there's this thing Betsy likes saying. That success, humble beginnings make for the best uh, success stories. And I really trust those words. I'm just like, I, I'm trusting the process, you know? Yeah, trust the process. Okay. So, guys, bye. Bye. Bye.